CuriosityStream is the streaming service for people who want to know more. And now check out Curiosity's new series, Queens of Ancient Egypt. When pharaohs held the throne, their wives held the power. We see her taking precedence over the pharaoh, an absolute mastermind. All hail the queens. This is unprecedented. Watch Queens of Ancient Egypt now on CuriosityStream. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. How you all doing today? Good morning, good mid-morning, good afternoon, good mid-afternoon, good evening, good mid-evening. And for my night listeners, welcome to another episode of Body of Christ Real Talk with your host, Joseph Brownlee. How you all doing today? Hello, I love you and I thank you for tuning into this show. Now, what I'm going to be letting you, uh, what we're going to be talking about today is basically a series that I'm looking at. It's a, it's a docu-series called New Hope. And it's some very deep stuff in this documentary. And I just, man, I, give, I take my hat off to these guys that make these films. Not only do they make the films, they get some of the best doctors on there. They get people with real data, not this fake stuff. With the real data and stuff like that. And the scenery and, uh, you know, the editing, everything is such beautiful. So they put a lot of money and a lot of, you know, effort in making these documentaries. It's called New Hope. I sent out a link to several people and everything like that to watch this docu-series because I think uh, a lot of us and others need to be educated of what's going on around you and you need to be aware of what's happening around you that you don't know of what you're not going to, in which you're not going to get from the mainstream media or nine times out of ten, not even out of your local news. So what I'm going to do right now, I want you to hear this docu-series. The reason I'm doing this on my podcast, you cannot see the video, I recommend you to, to, uh, to Google or you go online or whatever, look for New Hope with Jonathan Otto. He's a, a filmmaker and a journalist of New Hope. You go there and you type in New Hope and you have to register to get this nine series docu-series. And I want you to check this out, you know. And, you know, it's, it, it teaches a lot of things about good health and, you know, the dangers of what we've been eating and exercise, but also the dangers of the medicines and some of the stuff, including the COVID-19 vaccines and vaccines in general, which I call PJ Vax. So I want you all to really get into it's called New Hope. Look up New Hope. Google it. New Hope. Google might block it off a little bit because it's, they 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 censor things like this. You know, they part of Big Pharma and all that, so it might get censored. But try it anyway. If not, go to DuckDuckGo and Google New Hope. Jonathan Otto. O-T-T-O. Otto. Jonathan Otto is his name. What I want you to hear now uh, is he's going to have a few guests on here. Uh, one of the guests I, I subscribe to with his Substack, And they're going to get into some deep stuff about uh, uh, P. 
TJVAX, the COVID vaccine. And I want you to just hear it from them because they can explain everything what's going on better than I can. You cannot see this, of course, because it's audio, but I really want you to take heed and listen to this docu. This is just docu, docu four. It's five, it's nine documents, but this is the fourth document, and I'm just getting this to this myself. The majority of this stuff I already know about. But it educates me and helped me because it's all about educating yourself and, and and awareness so you can be up on things around, especially when it comes to your health and things that you don't know of or you have some type of suspicion about, but you just don't have no concrete proof, concrete proof or you're not educated enough on this. With these docu-series out there, this can help you because it helps me a lot and help me to uh, explain things a little better in my in my podcast for awareness. So without any further ado, I'm let you listen to this yourselves this is one of them just ending with a young lady talking about her change of life and you know her battle with cancer and the certain eating segments that she has stopped doing but this is going to really get into the PJ Vax the dangers of the vaccine here we go thank you look at least 10 years younger I'm very active I exercise I eat right all those things that I mentioned previously and I think that it had Um, a tremendous impact on my recovery. Not only that, but I recently brought God back into my life. Next, we have Michelle Gershman, who for around six years has been a registered nurse, and she shares her testimony with us. Around two years ago, she transferred to the postpartum department and started caring for newborn babies. She was thrilled to make the transfer and thought that mothers and babies would be healthy and happy, feeling that it was where God had placed her. However, after starting working there, she discovered that they had to frequently poke the babies with needles, give them hepatitis B vaccines, and check their blood sugars regularly. This didn't sit well with her, and she felt unbalanced. She confided in her mother, expressing her discomfort with poking the babies, and even considered quitting. Her mother urged her not to quit, insisting that the babies needed her and that she was saving them. Despite this, she refused to administer hepatitis B vaccines to the newborns as she didn't feel it was right. You get to hear her powerful story right here. Next, we have Steve Kirsch, an American entrepreneur and philanthropic leader in Silicon Valley. He received two Moderna vaccines, but roughly a month later, he began hearing unsettling accounts from his friends. They recounted incidences where individuals had either died or been injured from the COVID vaccine at such a high rate that it couldn't just be attributed to bad luck. One friend shared a story about three previously healthy family members who had all passed away within a week of receiving the vaccine. He was intrigued and decided to investigate further by analyzing VA data from various systems which confirmed the high number of adverse events caused by the vaccine. In fact, the data showed that not only was the number of adverse events greater than any other vaccine in history, but that it actually had more events, adverse events occurring than all other vaccines combined in the past 30 years. Next, we have Mary Holland representing the Children's Health Defense Organization, providing insight into the partnership between the Department of Health and the Human Health Services and the Department of Defense in the development of COVID-19 vaccines. While acknowledging the partnership as a fact, she raises concerns about the safety of the vaccines. She highlights the high injury rate associated with the vaccines, with over 7.5% of individuals requiring medical care after receiving the shot. This is based on data obtained from the V-Safe system 
which tracks vaccine safety for individuals who have received COVID-19 vaccine. Furthermore, Holland points out the production of spike glycoproteins by the body after vaccination, which is known to be toxic. These spike proteins are produced as a result of the vaccine's mechanism of action and are meant to stimulate the immune system to recognize and fight the virus. However, their toxicity raises questions about the safety of the vaccine, particularly in the long term. I am an RN and I've been an RN for about six years now. About two years ago, I transferred to postpartum and I started taking care of newborn babies. And I was so happy to finally transfer. I thought the moms and babies are gonna be healthy and happy. And, um, you know, um, I thought that, you know, God put me there um, and I was just really grateful. And after I started working there, um, I realized we, we had to poke babies a lot we had to poke them with needles. They wanted us to give hepatitis B vaccines. They wanted us to check their blood sugars all the time. And right away, I didn't feel right. I was like, man, I'm, I was so happy to transfer here. And now to find out I have to like poke them, it's it's not right. And so um, I, um, you know, right, right away, it just felt imbalanced to me. And my mom um, would come to me a lot and, um, I would talk to her and I'd tell her, you know, I can't stand poking these babies. I feel like maybe I should quit. It's, it doesn't feel right. And she would say, do not quit. Those babies need you and you are saving them. And she would just insist that I just stick it out. And so right away, I started refusing to give hepatitis B vaccines to newborns because I didn't feel right. And I would get talked to about it. My boss brought me in her office. She said that, um, you know, I know you have your beliefs, but it's really your responsibility to uphold what's your required of you for this institution and i felt like no that's that's not right at all and um so i still would just refuse to give them and um this was before the covid vaccines ever came out and um you know it was 2020 when i started working on postpartum and um you know moms would come in deliver their babies some of them may have been positive for covid and um it didn't really make a difference. Um, they were still pretty healthy and they would go home with their babies. And I noticed that we would have like one fetal demise per month um, when I would work because there was talk about the COVID vaccines coming out um, all during 2020. And so I just kind of paid attention like on, you know, what's going on. I was very observant and I noticed that we would have like one fetal demise, which is a baby that passed away in utero um, typically after 20 weeks, you know, and that happens sometimes in, in history, of course, people have lost their babies. And, but when these shots started coming out around March, um, we, we went from having an average number of like 50 babies in the NICU, um, you know, or at any given time to all of a sudden March of 2021, we had 80 babies in the NICU and we've never had that amount of babies in the NICU before. And so right away, that was alarming. And, um, you know, I was noticing that these moms were getting recently vaccinated with the COVID vaccine while they were pregnant. And then on the labor and delivery board, when there used to be one demise per month, um, after these shots came out, every time I come to work, there would be one fetal demise on the board. So already that's like a, an increase by one per month to one every day that I work. Um, that, that means, you know, an average of three to four per week, at least, or even more. And so, um, I noticed that these were increasing and, um, I kept working 
I just stayed observant. You know, I started asking around. I said, hey, you guys noticed that there's been a lot of fetal demises lately, you know, like one or two every every week or so. And the other nurses would say like, oh, yeah, maybe it's the pesticides. Maybe it's something in the water. Um, and everybody was just kind of like they had their blinders on. And um, it was really difficult to work. So <laughs> thinking that these babies are dying and nobody's doing anything about it. And then, um, unfortunately, my mom was killed in November of 2021. She was given remdesivir against her will, and she was treated terribly at the hospital. And, you know, if somebody goes to the hospital, you think that they're going to help you and, you know, help you recover and go home. And um, she walked into the hospital needing some oxygen, and they drugged her to death, and she died. Um, and it was a horrible experience. And the whole time, I was begging to go in there and be with my mom. Um, I knew she was dying and they kept telling me every time that I'd ask they or demand, they'd say, no, you can't come in. It's our policy. And so I am so sick of people saying you can't come in. It's our policy. I'm so sick of policies that to me that translates to, oh, we were just doing what we were told. You know, we're just following orders. And so that's unacceptable to me. And so, um, you know, a few more months go by. I'm kind of hating working because of all these dead babies. But in my head, when I think about quitting, I hear my mom saying, after she already died, I heard her voice say, do not quit. Those babies need you and you're saving them. And so in um, September, I came to work, September 2022. I checked my email first thing in the morning and I found this horrific email that was written out to about 200 nurses. And it said, in the very first line, it said, um, as you all have seen, there's been an increase in fetal demises. And in the month of August of 2022, there were 22 of them. And that's a record number for the hospital. And it ties with the number of ju in July of 2021. So that also translates to there was an average of 20 fetal demises per month for one entire year. And it's never been, that's never happened in the history of this hospital. And so um, right away, I sent that email to somebody who works for Children's Health Defense. And at the bottom of the email, this this email was written as if the person who wrote it did not correlate it with the shots at all. She wrote it to say, you need to brush up on your policies so you can learn how to handle a dead baby's body. And so when I read that, I was like, I am not going to brush up on any policies. I'm so sick of policies. You guys need to find out why these babies are dying. And so that's why I sent it to my friend. So from there, it went kind of viral. Hey, it's Jonathan Otto here. Thank you so much for watching this episode. It is such a delight to be creating this content. All right. <sighs> that's devastating. Before I get to the next, he's get to the next guest for Jonathan Otto. I just want to just say, did you all know that you ever heard of that uh babies dying like that now like she said you know you hear babies the crib deaths and different things like that or what she call them nq deaths or whatever whatever i don't know you know but in other words the baby dying or whatever like that pregnant women getting shot and getting poked and stuff like that but what caught me 
what caught me, and I already knew something about this somewhat, but what caught me when she said, you can expect an average of, or was she in that hospital where she was working at, I think she kind of pointed out that, you know, you can expect at least an average of one baby a month or two months or something like that, that die or pass away because, of, you know, and everything like that. First of all, they was getting a lot of poking and jabbing. They was getting the hepatitis B and all, all those pokes already, you know, that was already, uh, pushed on babies already these different type of vaccine shots you know uh they pushed on them already hepatitis b or whatever but she said it was a somewhat of an average of one maybe maybe one maybe two a month or something like that you know i don't remember right offhand but she said that but when the COVID 19 bust out was rolled out in 2020 and i hope you guys caught this too i really want you to pay attention it jumped from maybe one a month to almost over 20 a month. And I'm going to leave it at that because I can't break down everything that she said, but I pick out the things that just stands out like a sum. The rate of the infant's death jumped from one baby almost a month to 20 babies a month when the COVID-19 vaccines came out. The other uh, uh, hepatitis B and all those vaccines was bad enough. One baby dying or two babies is, 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 is enough to stop the poking. But they did not stop it then. They just came with the COVID-19 and added the COVID-19 vaccine in 2020 and stopped poking these little babies. And then they stopped poking pregnant women and different things like that. That's what I used to hear a lot about stillbirths. All that stillbirth stuff started happening and um, prolonged miscarriages and stuff after the rollout of PJVAX, the vaccine, COVID-19 vaccine. So it was a tremendous increase in infant baby deaths almost from one, one, one baby, maybe two per month, to almost over 28 a month after they got the COVID-19 shot. Now tell me that's a coincidence. If you, don't, if you think that's a coincidence, something is wrong with you. That's all I got to say. I'm not putting you down, but something, something is not registering up there, okay? Let me continue. I just wanted you to hear that. Let me continue. Content for you because... This is how we can change the world together, how we can save lives, be a part of the solution. And I'm grateful, so grateful to be here right now. We've just got some of the most heartbreaking stories that have been turned into hopeful stories, heartache to hope. It was actually the name of a series I did when I was a high school teacher back uh, you know, 15 years ago or so. It was amazing to, to create content back then that was on people breaking through addictions but this is heartache that's coming from health struggles and and tragedy and 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 yeah as i went into my career as an investigative journalist i decided that i would uncover the root cause of disease and we would give the solutions to people so that people could recover and get better bless his heart thank you jonathan bless his heart and you're seeing the results gloria charlene is certainly someone that has motivated inspired me beyond words i am so delighted to call her a friend purely because she is somebody that um that loves herself and loves others and is willing to do just the small steps to to get better and i just really appreciate that about her and i appreciate that about you you're watching this because you're somebody that chooses 
to use information to better yourself, better your life. And I just want to encourage you on your path and your journey. And with results like Gloria, I encourage you to pursue results like this and to put the things in your body that make a difference. Angela is another amazing case study you saw either in episode one or in the trailer. And what she did was she took the supplements, and these are supplements we're giving away free. We're giving a six supplement bundle, 60 day protocol, right there sent out to you. It's a free gift from us, uh, valued at just short of $500, free gift from us to you right now during this promotion while stocks last. We're sending that out because we wanna see you get results just like Angela and Gloria. Angela, she used uh, some therapies, free therapies that we talked about in this series, and she used our detox formulas to help herself get better. And these are the patterns and the pathways we see people getting the best results using the tools that are available. Use now, I didn't know all there, but that's good. I, 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 I advise you guys to really look up this docu-series. It's called New Hope. Like Jonathan Otto, he's a young man. He looks about 15 years old. He might be in his mid-30s or early 40s, but he looks about, he's, he looks decent. He looks very well. You know, he looks about a handsome young man. He looks about 15 years old like a young man, but he's out there on the ground, man doing this stuff you know they're going to come out of them you know big pharma and you know the mainstream media if they haven't already going to come after him but he's stepping down man i don't know if he's a christian or not i don't know if he's a believer but i hope so but if not he's still stepping out there and everything like that and they're giving out these six free packages and i'm gonna i'm gonna look into that you might have to pay shipping and handling but that's okay i'm gonna look into that because you know the more i'm learning about stuff that's out there god given natural ingredients that's always been out there now once upon a time this is not the new, it always been out there, these sources, the cure for cancers and all that stuff always been out there. But Big Pharma and all them blocked it off. They kept it hidden, they kept it secret because it it won't bring them any money. Natural remedies, doc, a lot of these scientists and some of these money grabbers and big farmer don't like natural remedies god it's a lot of natural stuff that god our father created that can heal now it's not going to heal everybody so let's not think there's some magic in it or whatever like that because some people they're sick and it's just they, they're too far ahead, you know, you know, but it's still that don't stop you from still trying to get into. You, you don't know that it's things out there that can reverse diabetes. It's things out there that can reverse cancer. And that's good news. That's good news. So I'm going to look into this free stuff he's given out, you know, and everything like that. And I'm going to, you know, I already stopped a lot of sugar. I don't eat the sugar like I used to. And I don't eat a lot of bread. I don't eat a lot of pastas and stuff like that. And I got that made I feel a little, feel a little better and everything, you know, there. But it, you know, it's some things out there I still need to learn about. And it's going to take some discipline. It's going to take some sweat would do this stuff so let me continue with this and uh, let him get set up for this next guest I'm not going to do the whole thing I don't think I'm going to play it all the way through because of time constraints but this is some very interesting stuff because I just want to give you a taste of this docu-series called New Hope it's a lot of information out there that you probably don't know nothing about. Like I said, I know a lot about this information because I got substacks and I got newsletters that I look into and I, I research stuff myself. You know, that's why I'm very, very, very 100% anti-vax. I don't say that just because I'm some type of revolutionary against medicines. No, I'm against 
bad medicine. I'm going to get some medicines that's out there for only one thing, to make a profit. I'm going to get some medicines out there that's to put a band-aid on you, but to keep you sick. So you keep coming back for more medicine. It's sad when you see people. My fiance used to have over close to 20 different type of pills. And all she had problems with was her anxiety and her panic attacks and hypertension. But she was on almost close to, I think I'm going to ask her one day, but it was close to 20 different type of medications. So when I learned this stuff, I always tell, tell her, I got her to, you know, taking vitamins and different things like that. And some things is when you've been on medicines and uh, prescriptions so long, it's like a drug dealer, a drug addict. It's hard to get off of them. That's like anything, sugars or whatever, any type of addiction is hot, cigarettes, whatever. It's hard. It's hard to just up and gung ho, stop it, you know, and let it go. So do you have to work your way in this stuff or whatever like this? So whatever I learn, I try to get it out there to other people. You know, whether you listen or not, I try to get it out there, you know. You know, whether it's the word of God, whether it's learning how to understand the word of God, whether it's, you know, and uh, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm learning myself. So as I learn, I teach. As I learn, I teach, like I say on my other podcast. So this information that I hear, it's a lot of stuff I'm just hearing myself. But I want you all to hear it, too. That's why I give you information, you know. Look up this documentary series called New Hope. The, uh... The filmmaker, the director, and I think he's a producer as well, the screen uh, writer or whatever, well, the producer and the maker of this film. His name is Jonathan Otto. Jonathan Otto. In order for you, only thing he just requires, and he doesn't make you do it. That's not a uh, prerequisite, prerequisite for you to watch the film, but he just share it. Share it. Get it out there to everybody. Just get it out there so they can be educated and know what's going on around there. You know, to the saved and the unsaved. It don't matter. Just get this information out there. So that's what I try to do with a lot of information that I put out there. Okay, let's continue. Using natural free therapies all together and getting these incredible results. So I just want to encourage you. We're offering this amazing special right now where you're getting actually up to $6,800 worth of free gifts. Uh, you're getting the New Hope Healing Protocols book uh, for reversing chronic disease and autoimmune disease sent out to you. It's over a 200-page booklet, and you're getting the 12 episodes of New Hope online. You're getting the books and DVDs of Absolute Healing sent out to your door, uh, printed these are incredible resources, the 50 full-length interviews for New Hope and the 50 full-length interviews for Absolute Healing. Uh, if you've previously owned one of our previous series like Absolute Healing, it's actually... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Be really fantastic and it's quite essential that you jump on this next step with us because uh, there's a whole new different supplement bundle here. And if you've gone through the previous one or partway through it, by the time this one gets out to you in a week or so, you will then be able to get started with it and continue on this journey, continue in your health and healing and your radical transformations. You'll get question and answer sessions with us, so much more. And I just appreciate you for considering this. Check it out down below by clicking the buttons or the banners below this video and choosing either the silver or gold package. Thanks for watching this. I appreciate you so much. And I look forward to seeing what you think of this amazing episode. I took two Moderna vaccines and then about a month later, I started hearing horror stories from my friends who... Now, he jumped right into it, caught me off guard here, but the uh, the young man you're going to be hearing now is Steve Kirsch. You never heard of him, but Steve Kirsch is also one of the substacks, one of the newsletters that I get, you know, from him. He, he keeps me updated on different information. He's a Democrat. And he he still is a Democrat, but he's all he's just like Robert F. Kennedy, who's running for president, also a Democrat. But he's fighting against this COVID-19. I don't care what party you're in, Democrat or Republican. If you are against this poison that's out there and you putting your money out there and you fighting against it, I'm with you. We don't have to agree on everything when it comes to policy. But when it comes to this vaccine, stopping this COVID vaccine and exposing vaccines in general, you got me. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. So this is Steve Kirsch, and he also has a testimony. Let's listen to his right here. Who either were died, died or injured from the COVID vaccine in such incredibly high numbers that it was not just bad luck. So, for example, one person had three relatives who died a week after they got the vaccine and all three relatives were perfectly healthy before they got the vaccine and they're dead a week they're all dead a week after they got the vaccine so i started looking at the data i looked at the data in the VAERS system and that confirmed that these vaccines had adverse events that were orders of magnitude greater than any other vaccine in history in fact the there were so many adverse events that it was even greater than all other vaccines combined over a 30-year period. And so you take 70 vaccines times 30 years, and there were more adverse events just from the COVID vaccine than from all of that. And then I checked with a neurologist that I knew. She had... Now, I hate to cut you off, but did you know that? Did you know that? Out of all the 70, over 70 vaccines that's been out there's been more adverse and dangerous effects from just this one COVID vaccine. COVID as in Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, which is in the UK, J&J, Myrna and all of them. Over 70 vaccines and all of them was pretty dangerous. But COVID-19 vaccine has been the most deadliest. That's food for thought. Think about that. Just think about that. 20,000 uh, patients in her practice. It's a multi-physician practice. And I asked her how many VAERS, which is Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, 
reports were you required to make over the last 11 years? She said, zero. I haven't seen any uh, vaccine side effects. And I said, uh, how many from the COVID vaccine? And she said, a thousand. So it was completely obvious from data that was available to the public and available by talking to physicians with large practices that these vaccines were not safe and effective at all, but they were extremely dangerous, more dangerous than any other intervention in history. And once I learned that, then I couldn't go back to work. I had to uh, let people know and, and dedicated my life to letting people know the truth. And uh, that's where we are today. There is a one side that says, well, we've saved 10 million lives from these vaccines and they're perfectly safe and effective and you can take them in pregnancy and they do no harm. And vaccine side effects are rare and, and it's probably just coincidence and the vaccine doesn't cause any injury. And on the other hand, um, I look at it and say, well, it looks like 10 million, if this is 10 million people saved. And from my data, it looks like 10 million people have been killed by these vaccines worldwide with about 650,000 deaths in the United States. And so it's amazing that we can have this extreme difference of opinion. And what's troubling is that I can't be with anyone on the other side who has a different point of view and, and have a discussion so that we can resolve our differences. Like, you know, hey, if this is safe and effective, then how do you explain my neurologist? How do you explain all the excess deaths and bearers? How do you explain um, that they never even looked at the uh, they wouldn't show any evidence at all in the Pfizer trial about the people who died in the vaccine group. How do they know that it wasn't killed by the vaccine? They provided no evidence of that. They just said, well, we didn't think that the vaccine caused those deaths. And that's, that's not very satisfying. And so I'm someone who looks at the data. And so this, this big disconnect, there's this giant gulf between the views of uh, people with uh, different views on this. And we have tried to reach out to the other side and say, hey, you know, let's have a discussion. Maybe you can explain to us, you know, why we're seeing these results. Why are the results of VARES elevated? How do you explain these neurologists? You know, and, and so forth. Uh, but they don't want to meet with us. They don't want to meet with us uh, at all. And so we can't have a discussion to resolve our differences. And so they say, well, since we can't meet with you, we'll just censor you. And we'll make sure that when CNN does a story that, that people only see one side of the story. So you'll never see Dr. Robert Malone on CNN. You'll never see Peter McCullough on CNN offering the other point of view. You'll never see uh, Peter McCullough quoted in the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal or in the Washington Post. Now, that to me, that's not what news is supposed to do, that the news media is supposed to report both sides and present both arguments to the public and let the public decide. But the media has been basically turned into a propaganda machine to propagandize the, the government narrative. And, hey, if, if the government narrative is right, we're, we don't have a problem with it. We, we just don't see it from the data. And we're, we're very troubled by the fact that the U.S. government is hiding the data. So when someone dies, there's a death record and there's a death database. And each state has its vaccination database. So what the CDC should do is they should combine the database of the death records and the vax records so they can see what dates the person was vaccinated on um, who died. And they should make those records public because there's no reason to keep them secret. There is no paper 
in the peer-reviewed medical science that says that if you hide data from the public on health outcomes, you will improve health outcomes. So why are we hiding the data? There is no evidence that shows we improve health outcomes by hiding data. So why isn't the data out there? Because the data would would end the, the argument, right? If one side thinks this, one side thinks that, that's because we're interpreting little snippets of data and we're interpreting them differently. There'll be five studies, two of them will show this, three of them will show this. But the, the problem with these studies is they're all um, conflicted. Whereas if we had the core data, there's nothing more core than when did you die and when were you vaccinated? That's ground zero. Now, how is it that that ground zero data in Medicare, in the VSD database, the Vaccine Safety Data Link database, the best database, B-E-S-T, that database that the CDC never likes to talk about, in all of these databases, um, they don't release the data. They don't release the data, not just in the U.S. The CDC could release the data. Any state could release the data. Any county in America could release the data. And any country in the world could release that data. And we would end this argument and the gulf between us, this disagreement point, would come to a close. It would either be, we're all going to go on this side or we're all going to go on this side. And we won't have any more misinformation. And the CDC says they want to end the misinformation. Fine. Release the data and the misinformation will stop. Why don't they release the data? The only possible reason for not releasing the data is the data shows that the vaccines have been killing massive numbers of people. And that's why they don't want the data released. No government wants it known that, yes, they gave this vaccine that killed huge portions of the public because the public will not be happy about that. The paper came out a while ago and, and I, I, I'd written about it then and then I decided to just dedicate an article to it because it's so, it's so important. I mean, the, the study showed that in something like 14% of the cases where someone died within 20 days after getting the vaccine, then in, in at least 14% of the cases and, and up to 71% of the cases. So there's uncertainty there that it's at least 14% and it's at most 71% of the people who died within 20 days after vaccination that they died because of the shots. And they can see in that paper exactly what's going on. In fact, that they note that the same pattern in your deltoid muscle in terms of the inflammation and the infiltration is the same uh, pattern as is found in people's hearts when they died from cardiac arrest. So it's like, the vaccine leaves a fingerprint at the point of injection, and the vaccine leaves a, a, a telltale fingerprint at the point of where it killed you. And those fingerprints are the same. And so they concluded that there's no other possible explanation other than the vaccine for causing this. There's nothing even remotely close uh, in the cases that, that they examined. And so this basically is irrefutable evidence, and nobody has even tried to, to refute this. Uh, one of the authors, the senior author on that paper, is one of the top 100 cardiologists in the entire world. And so nobody's gonna really be able to question uh, the results of, of that paper. But the results of the paper, of course, were ignored by the mainstream media. 
and we don't do any autopsies in the United States where we can make that assessment. The best we'll do in an autopsy is you, you'll take uh, tissue samples of affected tissues, and in some cases, someone will die from vaccine-induced myocarditis, which means uh, it, uh, the, their, their heart was attacked by, by their immune system. And in the autopsy, they will take tissue samples of everything except for the heart. And I just heard about this this case. Ryan Ryan Colt was telling me, like, why would you do an autopsy and not? He, he died from the heart. Why, why would you not include the heart tissues in, in the autopsy? So the games are played like this. But every autopsy will take tissue samples, and but only about half of them will go to microscopy, where they actually make slides out of the tissue samples so they can view it under a microscope and see what's going on. But you have to do two different stains in order to make an assessment for whether the vaccine caused the death or or not. Now, I only know of one pathologist in the entire world who is doing both stains. Or sorry, in the in Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. website for details. In America, who's doing this thing? Certainly, they're pathologists in Germany doing this. But in the United States, just Ryan Cole is the only pathologist who's doing these stains to determine whether the vaccine caused someone's death. And so he's been looking at these cases, and I said, so what's, what's the track record in the, the cases they, that you've seen where people suspected it was a vaccine injury and sent you the tissues, and, and what percentage of the cases uh, was it, in fact, the, where, where the vaccine caused the death? He said 100%. So in other words, when people are suspecting that it's a vaccine injury, you know, 100% of the cases when put to the test of actually examining the tissue samples, they, in fact, turn out to be positive and the person was right. Because he can see the, there's a, the vaccine when it kills someone has a very specific pattern that you never see in any other case ever in history. And so he just looks for that. He looks for, wow, this is novel. These, these infiltrates, these T-cell uh, uh, lymphocytic infiltrates he's never seen before in any other case ever and the years that he's, he's done over 500,000 of these cases he's never seen it before the various data when you analyze it uh, works out to about one death per thousand shots and so there have been about 650 million shots in America translates into 650,000 deaths. And if you look in the VAERS data, you'll find that there are about 16 to 17,000 excess deaths 
in VARES, and you multiply that by an underreporting factor of at least 41, which is what the underreporting is for anaphylaxis, which is supposed to be 100% reported, and it's only reported, only one out of 41 cases of anaphylaxis gets reported. And so you apply that same number to the number in, in VARES, and you end up with a number that's remarkably similar. You end up with about 650,000 as opposed to the 670 uh, million turned into one out of 1,000, which is 670,000. So it's very, very close. You know, within a few percent, the number that you'd estimate from the VARES data versus the number that you estimate from uh, population studies in Israel and Australia uh, that have been done. And you would always expect that to be happening at a higher rate. In fact, the rate of serious adverse events for this vaccine is 7.7 per hundred, which is super high. It's no coincidence that the pandemic occurred when it did. And no coincidence that the global government developed tracking systems to monitor the unvaxxed. Now, now, he just uh, touched on something I talked about the other day on that preview. I'm talking about uh, Jonathan Otto, you know, the the, uh, the journalist that's doing his docu. But Steve Kirsch, the uh, interview you just heard and everything, he was hitting data, he was hitting numbers. It probably confused a lot of us when it comes to a lot of data and numbers because I get confused. But the point is, I hear high numbers. I hear trend, okay? Now, these are professionals. He's not a medical doctor, but I think he's one of the inventors of the mouse and the computer, so he's kind of a geek. So he knows data and he knows numbers. He does the things that him and others, you know, uh, I call them the geniuses out there, does those, they do the things that the CDC and now they're supposed to be doing. That Fauci and them supposed, Dr. Fauci and all is supposed to be doing, but they don't. Reason being, because if they know if they do it, they will have to expose it. Now, they know it's happening and they know it's a negative. That's why they don't talk about it. That's why they don't have debates about it. That's why they were not, like he was saying, that's why they don't have other debates with other doctors. And that's supposed to be part of science. It's just like politicians. You just cannot have people listening to your side. You got to hear the other person's side. That's what makes these things strong. You have to have let people choose for themselves that data and your your side against their side. But Fauci, Dr. Collins, and a lot in uh, you know, CDC, none of them will not do that because they know they will have to shut down if they did because they don't have no proof. They don't have no proof, so they just throw numbers out there. It's just like debating with a person that believes in evolution. They throw numbers out there. They, they, they talk a lot of gibberish, a lot of gibberish, which don't make sense. They stop making up stuff with no proof, no data, no nothing. And you just supposed to believe it. Man, you see what we, we, we're into? See? Now, I'm hopefully he's finna get into the tracking system that I was talking about the other day. It's this new code that I think a couple of states already passed that uh, they're going to start doing some type. I think he's finna talk about that. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. A tracking system, you know, that I left off my own podcast that they're going to start tracking the unvest now. 
unless they they probably already doing it now. So the only way they can do that is when you go to the hospital for any type of reason, you know, they get information on you. And the majority of the doctors, I haven't been in the hospital in a while. I try to avoid doctors in the hospital now because I know that word that I don't want to hear is going to come up. Have you been vexed? And your answer, if you say no, they're going to write that down and they're going to send that. Uh, to the CDC and all those other crazos out there and everything, they're going to have you in the system, not because of your medical condition, it's because that you are unvaxxed. Therefore, they're going to start, or they already have started tracing you and tracking you. And why would they do that? The only reason, just like I was reading this other article, that they will do that, and I'm going to let him, this is, uh, and I kind of agree with that, I could be wrong, but I doubt it, that they could start sending that information to different traveling areas like airlines and trains and even restaurants. They will have you in the system and they will ask you your name. All they got to do when they type you, everything is mostly computerized now and they use a lot of AI, artificial intelligence and stuff like that and they get you in there they see your name and I will say your name come up and it has what? So maybe a certain code that said, I'm speculating now. I'm not saying this is a fact but I have a certain code that said that that you are unvexed. They're going to know this code and then they will have the right to not serve you and don't even have to tell you why they don't want, why you can't be served. What does that sound like? It almost sounds like the mark, doesn't it? Oh my God, we close for Woo, man. Let me, let me let him finish. I'm getting ahead of myself for speculating, but you know, hey, that's, let me let him finish. Now, they're working on a central bank digital currency to monitor every aspect of our lives. And now they're moving towards the US dollar being removed as the global reserve currency and cash will no longer be accepted, giving them the perfect chance to introduce a central bank digital currency. And if you thought tracking under COVID was bad, that was nothing compared to what they have planned. Digital currency gives the global elites the opportunity to monitor each and every financial transaction we make. So if they don't agree with your First Amendment right, and let's say that's in regard to arming yourself or ammunition, something that I actually don't choose to do myself, but they could veto your purchase. Uh, but this goes for many things, the purchase of medical supplies or any other sanction that could be put on you for whatever reason. If they don't want you to travel, they can decline your airfare, your train ticket, or the gas for your car because they know what you're purchasing at the exact time you're paying for it. Remember, I said that, yeah. Yeah, and I was reading this article, and I said that makes a lot of sense. If they can track you, they can do that. They can do that. Let me let him finish. It's not about me, but I just want to throw it out there. Here we go. The only currency that is truly private and untraceable and untrackable is gold. So I, I do actually recommend that you contact our trusted partners at Gold Co who are offering an incredible promotion where you can get a free half ounce 0.999% pure silver Ronald Reagan. Now I'm going to stop it there. He's promoting the gold now. <laughs> you know, but not saying it's a bad thing, but, you know, a lot of people getting into gold and everything like that. I get it. You know, it's, it's, it's but this is me. He said the only thing that can really is really untraceable is gold. <sighs> man, it's gonna come to the point gold is gonna be traceable, man. I, I mean, you know, when we start looking at a humanly way of being protected, we have to understand what's gonna happen as a believer, as a Christian. 
it's a system that's set out there that even gold is not going to protect you. Why? They're going to use gold. It's, it's going to be probably counterfeit gold. It's going to be counterfeit system. You're going to think it's a legit fireproof block system out there that they can get you to invest in, that keep you protected from the government, that keep you protected from the deep state and all this since the currency is going to disappear. You know, when that happens, the church is going to be gone. The church is going to be gone. But when that stuff happened on leading up to it, the, the big thing now is gold. It used to be crypto. Now you're hearing a lot about gold. You hear a lot about silver. I don't know too much about none of that stuff. I even question the stuff, you know. But why do I do that? Because I don't believe anything is really protected. Why? It's not because when an antichrist come on the scene, he's going to have power over everything. You think China got a lot of sophisticated stuff that they can monitor everybody? Man, you ain't seen nothing yet when that, that new world system really steps in. You will not be protected, man. Only way you're going to be protected is through Jesus. It's through Christ, giving your life to Christ. And that's not going to stop you from, from there from from uh, persecuting you. You still are going to persecute you. You're just going to be have to hide. But you're still going to get persecuted. You still will get a lot of people still going to get killed and beheaded. So don't put all your apples and oranges into gold. Now, I'm not saying don't do it. Do okay if, if just say for instance, I'm gonna speak for myself. If I've done that, it's for a reason. I'm just doing it until I'm gone, <laughs> until you know, and Jesus come get me and take me home, you know. But it's going to come up to a point now that it's going to be a lot of delusional and a lot of fake stuff out there that you're going to think is legit, even gold. You got a lot of systems cut up now. It's so easy to get credit cards now. You got a, a, when this this uh, cashless society is coming right where it at now, like it is now. Like I was telling you about the other day about this group called BRICS. BRICS is uh, four five nations that's trying to form their own currency, so they're not going to depend on the American dollar. The American dollar is dying now. It's less valuable now. It's been doing that for years, and I think BRICS are the the nations of BRICS is uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and I think, uh, who is that? Uh, South Africa. That's forming their own currency now from the last I heard. And they, the acronym is called BRICS, okay? So what you have to understand, all of this is just a foreplay or a stage play, you know, for the one world order. And when that's, when the church is gone, you think it's close to banks crash and stuff now, like they say? Nothing is safe. Even virtual banks, I still will trust. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The virtual base, but I know I'm not stupid. How do I know the virtual bank that I use is not even controlled by the government? You understand what I'm saying? So don't, don't, don't put your trust in these systems because that's what's going to be used to bring America and other nations down. Illusions, lies, stuff like that. So just, just be careful. Let me continue. I'm going to try to go a little ahead because I don't want to get into the gold thing. You know, if you're interested in that, get the series, okay? <laughs> uh, let me see. And all you have to do is just uh, click on the banners below or go to newhopegold.com. So just remember that. Write that down right now. Go check it out right now while you just open a new tab. Put in newhopegold.com and then you can get that for free. And look at how you can protect your wealth. And if you call them before you, they call you, you'll actually qualify uh, as. Now, like I said, you're an adult. It's up to you to do that. You know, I, I still will look into gold, but I'm not naive to think that it's going to protect me from the system. See, it's going to protect it for, for the system. Sooner or later, they're going to catch up on everything. Why? Because it's turned into a spiritual thing. It's turned into a spiritual thing. And you cannot hide nothing from demonic spirits. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? It's becoming to a, a spiritual thing. They, they, a lot of things are changing to AI. You hear AI everywhere. AI is an acronym for autom- artificial intelligence. Now, this is where I look at it. Anything they bring out there that's going to become evil, I will use it to get it for God's glory and get other things done as well. You can use AI even for good, but don't fall in love and get comfortable with it. Don't become complacent with AI, artificial intelligence, because that's what it's going to wind up to many people. They started with... uh serious and they came with Alexa and many people talk to Alexa. I heard people almost fussing at Alexa. Alexa be quiet now. And I'm like what? You know we get mad and we talking to our phones. Telling our phones stupid don't say that. Stop typing like that. Man myself me myself as well. So we need to be (laughs) we need to be careful. Use AI for a good thing. Yes, you can, but we got to remember, you know, you think iRobot was freaky and eerie? You think that was freaky? Stop giving your allegiance to all these AIs and everything and these robots. The plan is to take over humans. I no doubt about that, you know, in stores and everything. That's why they're setting up a lot of half restaurants and stuff like that they're not going to need a lot of things are mostly bought the majority of the stuff that i buy now is amazon online i haven't been been a while since i've been in a walmart i've been in target more than a walmart you know you know so a lot of things is becoming electronic and it's all leading to this one world system this one central bank like he was just talking about but let me get back into this i'm gonna hopefully you have another interview or whatever like that because i'm not going to prolong you and i want you to look at the whole series yourself this is doc this is called new hope this is the documentary four and the host is jonathan otto let me continue 
uh, as, as long as you've got there's actually just a little bit of savings there that's just a qualification there's no obligation to purchase through them it's just that you qualify that you're someone that's serious then they'll actually just give you a free silver ronald search and i really do appreciate you guys considering this because i want you guys to be protected and i appreciate and i think we can't I'm not sure what the proper name is. What we do know about these injections, these biological medical... Okay, I shot ahead of that because I tried to get past that. I didn't want... I want you to hear something that's more... Now, and I'm not saying it's not important, but I want to stay focused on a certain content, which is the vaccine. So let me try to get her from the beginning if I can. Let me see here. He ought to be stopping soon, so let's see how this goes. So you're going to get a little bit more of him, but he ought to be stopping soon. Then I'm going to let her be the last one. Well, we do know that, Oops, excuse me. that the Department in the United States of Health and Human Services was in partnership with Department of Defense. That's that's absolutely a fact. We absolutely know. Now, who you uh, listening to now, her name is Mary Holland. She's one of the, the fighters. He's, he is, she's a doctor. And she's one of the ones that also is part of the uh, the Children's Health Defense, which is another subscription and a, a newsletter that I subscribe to that I get a lot of my information from that nobody else, a lot of people don't hear about because you're not going to get it from the, the mainstream media. So her name is Mary Holland and she's a doctor. So she's going to get more into the PJ Vax, which I call the PJ Vax, the, the dangers and the setup of the COVID vaccine. We know that whether it was a bioweapon, I think we can't I'm not sure what the proper name is. What we do know about these injections, these biological medical products, is that they have a very, very high uh, injury rate <laughs> over seven and a half, over seven and a half percent is what we saw from the V-safe data that people had to be to get medical care just for getting the shot. I mean, there that people in hospitals who were forced to get these shots had to take a week off to recover. We know that people many, many months out from having gotten these shots, their bodies are producing spike proteins. We know the spike proteins are one of the most toxic proteins that we know of. So we definitely know that these products are extremely dangerous. And we do know that the Department of Defense was involved in the uh, production of these shots. Whether it's actually a bioweapon, I don't know that we've fully established that. Whether it really came out of the Wuhan laboratory, I don't think we've absolutely gotten to the bottom of this story yet, Jonathan. Thank, thank you for sharing that. So you, you're looking at the things that we can trace and track and then locking those in and, and then... And we have to be very careful because our credibility rests on um, the authenticity of our facts. And so we at Children's Health Defense feel that it's essential that we provide absolutely verifiable facts and that people can rely on our information. So we don't, as an organization, uh, go into speculation. It's not in our interest. We need to be absolutely certain that everything we say is correct. It's absolutely certain that DOD was involved in the production and manufacture of these shots. It's absolutely certain uh, that these shots are dangerous and that they kill people. There's no doubt about that. Whether they were designed as a bioweapon, I don't think we know that yet. I think we should certainly be investigating that claim. Do we see an example of this even with Lyme disease being the result of a biological weapon that had just basically either gone wrong or fulfilled its intention? Is that possible? 
It's absolutely possible. I, you know, we know that Plum Island off of New York uh, was where we were, the United States was working on biological weapons, and we know that they were working on things with insect transmission, and we know that Lyme across the New York uh, Sound, Long Island Sound, was where we first observed Lyme disease. It's named after the town of Lyme, Connecticut. So it's definitely plausible. There's a lot of information that suggests that. I'm not sure that that's been absolutely uh, nailed down, but there's certainly a lot of very credible speculation that the source of Lyme disease was from biological weapons research going wrong. Got it. And and, and this really then COVID would start to uncover something that has been going on. And we see an example with Lyme. And then if it happened with Lyme, then what other disease do we have today that is actually a biological weapon that was manufactured and and we're seeing it and people don't think of them as 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 though they are biological weapons but the more you start to understand them as such it makes a lot more sense it also puts you in the right direction with treatment uh which i know the children's health defense is really all about also helping these children get get their lives back these parents getting their we lives we want to help people let me clarify jonathan a couple of things we don't um we're not a medical organization we don't advise people on treatments we suggest that people find other resources in particular we think that on covid vaccine injuries that frontline covid critical care doctors a critical care alliance flccc is a very very credible source of information about protocols and ways to detox, detoxify from um, injury with these shots. Um, we do know that under the global health security agenda, with which the United States promoted in, I think, 2014, and um, over 100 countries are signed on to, we do know that one of the things that um, that agenda promotes is the creation of biological security labs at level three or level four. So in other words, they're dealing with very, very toxic bioweapons types ingredients. We know that these labs have proliferated around the world. We know that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was one of these BSL-4 labs. And we know that they're working on very, very dangerous things. And we know that there are routine accidents and there are routine leaks and that these things are really this euphemized sort of gain of function research, i.e. bioweapons research. I, this should not be continuing. I, this is research that is excessively dangerous and not in the interest of the global human population. Who signs up to be part of a massive global experiment with a gene therapy that's never been tested on humans? I mean, that's what this was. There had never been a successful coronavirus. Gene therapy vaccines had never been used in a large-scale population. They were used for people who had cancer, who were going to die if they didn't have treatments. This was a massive global experiment in 19, you know, right after World War II, the whole world signed up for the Nuremberg Codes that said you cannot impose coercion, just duress, fraud, enticement. None of that is possible to make somebody into a human subject in an experiment. And yet that's what happened to more than half of the global population. What happened is absolutely a travesty. And we are going to have to study what happened and we're going to have to recommit ourselves that human beings can never be coerced into being lab rats. That's what happened. Yeah. Wow. So it was a bit against everyone's better judgment. There was no one that this was, it was right for them or it was the best choice for them. There was nobody that fell into this category, correct? Nobody knew that people were lied to about COVID. 
uh, Jonathan. You know, there were real treatments that worked against COVID, a whole variety. You know, IV vitamin C, uh, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, uh, zinc, uh, quercetin. There were a lot of things that were nebulizers. There were lots of things that were effective against COVID. So the first big lie was that COVID was untreatable. There was nothing you could do. Come to the hospital when you're blue and go on a ventilator. That was absolutely a fraud. That was not the truth. And then beyond that, there was the fraud that these vaccines through warp speed were somehow going to be safe and effective experimental shots. They had no knowledge they were safe and effective. In fact, we know that they knew that they weren't safe and effective. We've seen now the slides that were shown at internal FDA and CDC meetings. We've seen the information that Pfizer had after the first 90 days of their clinical trials. They knew that it was going to cause heart attacks. They knew it was going to cause strokes. They knew it was going to cause severe injuries. This was I don't think we know the whole story, Jonathan, but everything that happened is deeply, deeply troubling. And we've got to stop it and we've got to go back and figure it out. And we've got to hold people accountable. Up next is Dr. James Thorpe, who observed. They lied to us. The United States of America. Now, this is a world thing. The COVID was worldwide. The COVID pandemic fraud was worldwide. Yes, I just called it a fraud worldwide. Now, you might say, Joe, there wasn't a COVID. Yes, there was a COVID. Just like there's always been any other type of flu. See, there always been a mad, but COVID, the only difference was like the other flus is usually natural. The regular flu shots and stuff like that, you know. But COVID was man-made. They believe it was man-made. It wasn't natural. You ever you check this out? Sometimes we don't just don't use our common sense. You have flu seasons. You have cold seasons. They tell you when to get prepared and get set up for flu seasons because it's a certain time when the flu comes at a certain season, right? Usually in the cooler and colder weather. But COVID, this so-called COVID been lingering going on three years now. And they still using vaccines. And some hospitals are still regulated and clinics, even while work out, you are regulated to wear those stupid masks, even though they know it don't do nothing and it don't stop anything. I've see, seen already many people taking off work because they got the so-called COVID or they got sick. The reason I say so-called COVID because when somebody gets sick on, on a job, especially from a clinic, they're going to get diagnosed with COVID. It could be a regular cold or even just a regular flu. Now, let me go a little further. And this is what I see. This is what I believe. I have no proof. I have no data. I'll just go by the data when I'm here and, and, and the trend. You have more people sick today after the rollout of the COVID-19 vaccines than you did with the COVID virus itself. The people have got, not everybody, but a, a big chunk of people that have got the vaccine shot is sicker 
than they was before, and they didn't even have never even have got the COVID virus. Then you got the people that wind up getting the so-called COVID virus after they got the COVID shot. See, you don't have to be a doctor or science to follow the trend. It's in your family. You can ask people close around you. You can build up your own data. Somebody's sick. They said it was real sick. All you got to do is sneak it in there. Just say, wow, didn't they give you the COVID shot? And you still got Just throw it in there, you know. And they say, yes, I took it. They tell on themselves, yeah, I took the shot. And then that tells you right there, it's no good. You got that sick. And you took all your shots. Deep in your mind, I believe a lot of people deep in their mind, they know they're getting sick because of those shots, but they don't say nothing. They're scared. They hear a trickling of the dangers of what COVID shots are doing because it's like it used to be a little leak, but it's getting more open now. People are talking about it now because they're getting sick and they know and they know it happened right after that poking and jabbing that PJ Vax. It's just like taking any other medicines that they take off the shelves when it causes some or like J&J, the powder causing this type of stuff with people and stuff. They take it off the shelf. See? Like this doctor said, they already knew. The CDC, FDA, Fauci, all of them already knew WHO. Of course, China did because China was part of China does it a lot in their own country. So they are professionals. They are gurus of setting up something because of the way they do their own people. See? So the majority of the COVID virus the majority of the problems people had and about this virus was the scare tactics, the fear-mongering that came behind following the virus. They shut down medicine. They said, don't use this medicine. Like she said, they stopped telling people, stop using vitamin C, but there's no other cure. You have to wait till you get the vaccine. It was all, the virus was a means to kicking out the COVID vaccine. Let me say that again. The virus scare was the mean only for kicking out the COVID vaccine. Okay, Joe, why? COVID vaccine not only bring billions and billions and billions of dollars, but COVID vaccine is part of the bioweapon for depopulation. That Bill Gates, WEF, and all of them are a part of. I'm not going to sit up there and just try to have like a lot of people try to have. Why? Because I'm looking at it in a biblical perspective. So I don't have to do too much guessing. See, they, like she said, they cannot just up and say it. You know, because it's such a powerful group out there and crooked courts. You got, you have kangaroo courts. You have People making up their own laws. You got these people that's calling people misinformation spreaders. So they have to watch what they say. They, she's not saying that it's not true, but she have to watch how they say it. And it has to be proof. Even if she came up with some proof, they would come up with some type of way to just say you misinformation. It's not true. 
So it's like a slippery slope. It's like a slippery slope. The truth is a lie. The lie is the truth. The truth is a lie. The lie is the truth. So you don't know what to believe. You don't know what to believe. But your eyes don't deceive you. If you still have any kind of common sense and for a lot of believers and Christians, discernment. If you still have that, that's what you go by. You see trends. That's what you go by. You see data. That's what you go by. You have 20 people in the room. 20 people in the room. Five of them. 20 people. 10 took the placebo. That's just the, the fake shot. And 10 took the COVID vaccine. You see which ones get sick. Playing on trial tests. Placebo test trial. They didn't do that. Because they knew it was dangerous. She said that she knew it was going. She knew that they, uh, they already knew that to get people heart attacks and all kind of stuff, and different things like that. She didn't even mention the increase in autism, the increase in cancer, the increase in blood clots, strains, ropey looking blood clots that these funeral parlors are finding now. All that still births and everything like that, babies dying in women's stomachs and everything like that. If you track back and people are honest and you follow that trend. They all got the vaccine. When she said this Dr. Cole was, uh, Steve Kirsch said this Dr. Cole was checking. When they do an autopsy, if they do it, and one doctor, I think Dr. McCullough said that, yes, you can find out if it's from a vaccine or not if you're looking for it. Emphasis on if you're looking for it. And one of the ways that look for, like he said, is checking the heart. Because majority of the time, people have heart attacks and things are starting in their heart. So why wouldn't they not check the heart? When a person have a heart attack and cardiac arrest, why would they check everything else but the heart? According to Steve Kirsch, because they know they will find the, uh, the problem and the reason for them dying, which will be, will lead all the way back. To what? The COVID-19 vaccine. And they can't keep had for this because it's too much of a trend now. So what they're going to do now, you know, they're going to try to put it in your food. See, they're not going to stop because they don't have a liability. They have funds to uh, pay people. So long as they don't have a liability to get sued, they're going to keep pushing this stuff until they die. Until they push people so far, people go probably start trying to assassinate different people. It, it, this is going to be madness, man. I just hope it don't. You think it's bad now, man? Wait till the church is gone, man. I mean, this, you think this is something right now? Oh, wow. They lied to us. The world has been lied to by this evil conglomerate group called the Deep State. Let me give you some different who who was somewhat part of the deep state besides the politicians you know majority of democrats and republicans but the majority are democrats far left liberal democrats not every democrat we're talking about the far left liberal democrats the mainstream media sold the medical system majority of them sold see CDC, FDA, 
NIH acronyms I'm talking about now. WHO. All them are part and bought by who? Big Pharma. Big Pharma is the big dog. They pump in so much billions and billions of dollars to these conglomerates I have mentioned. So they kind of control them like robots. Fox News, one of the, uh, the, the cable news that many conservatives and Christians can trust is all of a sudden flipping now. People are quitting on them. See, see, it's this trend. It's this trend of evil. It's all getting set up for this one world order. That's, they've been planning for 50, 60 years, man. It ain't nothing new, but it's coming to fruition now. The key was to get this president in first. Get Trump out. Y'all, y'all, y'all can hate Trump or whatever like that, but Trump was in the way. He was doing things that they couldn't have him doing. See, you can hate Trump all you want to. I don't care if you're black or white. You can hate him all you want to. You can look at his character. He has some issues with his character. So do you. <laughs> he has some issues with his character, you know. But what he was doing, the things he was doing, no, they couldn't let that go. So they had to steal the election. That election was won by Trump, but they stole it. It was won easily by Trump. Yes, it was, but it was stolen. There's no way Biden could have beat Trump. But they stole it. They had to get Biden in there. They knew Biden was losing his mind, but they had to get him in there. He would do everything they say. Some other Democrats might fight against it. So they had to get somebody in there that's going to be their little puppet that they could just tell him what to do. He ain't in his right mind and he'll just do anything they tell him. So they had to steal an election. Notice, here's another trend. Pay attention now. Here's another trend. Notice, you know, <clears throat> when Biden got up in there, Biden started passing. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Laws and executive orders right after each other. Fast, fast, fast. He even set up a phony platform before the elections was called. They already set up a phony platform. He was giving fake speeches before the election was over. Why? Because it was already set up. The stage and everything was already planned. Did you know that? Well, you know it now. Pay attention, folks. It was all set up. The election was stolen. The election was stolen. You know, the election was stolen. Come on now. It was stolen on purpose because the United States had, they had to get rid of Trump. Trump kept China in control. Trump kept Russia in control. But the minute they all planned, got together, the CCP, Russia, all of them involved to get Trump out of there. They tried to act like they wanted Trump to win. No, they didn't. They didn't want Trump to win. They wanted Biden in there so they can do the thing. And you see all of a sudden, man, 
China got even cockier. They always been cockier, but they got even cockier. Russia got even bolder. They started the war in Ukraine. All that stuff. Kim Jong-un started doing bold things. Now he started testing again. Not a lot, but he started testing again. Iran started getting bolder and bolder. This is not a coincidence. They got the one they wanted to get out, Trump out. And they got the puppet who they want up in there. And the vice puppet. It was all planned. Now you see these moving parts. They getting bolder, they getting cocky. Then you see these groups getting stronger. You see the riots getting stronger. You see Black Lives Matter getting stronger. You see the, the stronger dollar sudden the woke movement getting stronger. Cancer culture was getting stronger. All this stuff. When Biden got up in there, all this stuff. Are you paying attention? This didn't happen under Trump. It was getting started. He was keeping a lot of things under control, but it got even, they even got bolder and wilder when Biden got up in there. See? Did you, have you paid attention when the churches was getting hit hard? They was keeping some gyms and some uh, bars open, but they were shutting down the churches. Hmm, did you pay attention to that? They were shutting down the churches. And they forced the churches to wear a mask. They put fear in the churches. Now you had some God-fearing minister. He wasn't going for that. He had very few, but the churches went for it. They started wearing their masks. They started telling them, from what I heard, some churches that some people can't come in there unless they put their mask on or they get the shot. And they got the shot. It scared a lot of so-called these bold minister. And I'm going to give a name out there. Even Gino Jennings. You know who Gino Jennings is. He even, from what I heard, he took the shot. He took the shot. And many ministers took the shot. I think Franklin Graham took the shot. And a little while after that, what happened to Franklin Graham? Franklin Graham had some type of cardiac arrest or heart problems. Hmm, coincidence? These are fake people. But they got so scared, they took the shot. You, you see that, how that, that, that works? Now, you, know, you cannot tell me one time how people say, man, how they gonna be, how people gonna get set up to take that mark? Man, people are, people, forget, they have short memories. It's gonna be easier to take the mark of the beast. Just like they was duped into taking the vaccine and other things. For you are against your own country. You are the problem if you don't do this. So they made it feel like you had to do it. So they put out what they call an EU something and made it an emergency reason why they had to get it out there. And Trump went with this Operation Warp Speed and put out all these untested, untested, untrialed vaccines out in the world that never been tested. It's just like you put water and sugar and oil in a needed needle and just make up something and just and just put it out there. It was almost like that. You think these vaccines just came out of nowhere? How did they come up so fast? They was already ready to come out. The virus done this thing. The the fake the, the fear mongering done this thing so they can they already had these vaccines set up they ain't have to make it it was already set up you see they just went and made it in five months and it was already ready to go out 
a virus come out, okay? And all of a sudden, five or six or one a month, they, they made a virus, that, I mean, a vaccine. That, no, they was already ready. See, it was already pre-planned. They had stages. They, it, it, it was already known that they had fake drills. They put on little plays, and they, whatever you want to call them, getting prepared all the way a few years ago for this scene right here. That's why Dr. Foucher, when he made that statement, is going to be a bad pandemic, you know, in the next couple of years. How did he know that? He's not God. How did he know that? How did Bill Gates know? It was all planned. If y'all don't know this about now, man, it's just it ain't registered. You just in denial. And what did the God say in the last days during that tribulation period? Because of your there, your unbelief. Because you, your unbelief, he's going to give you the spirit of delusion. What is that? You're going to start believing anything. It's like you're in a reprobate mind. You're going to start calling the truth a lie. You're going to believe anything. You can see that going on now. People believe anything. They just go straight out denial. The truth going to be right in their face. They were just being straight out denial. Deny what they really see. Deny their own conscience. Deny their own common sense. People today, I see it a lot. I can talk about certain things, and man, you people just, oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, you're right, right. And they just like they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear the truth. It stings. I was talking to a young man the other day about this, the president-elect, Brandon Johnson. And when I made this statement, man, they put somebody even in that worse, you know, could be worse. So I'm not going to say he is than Lightfoot. And he got that look on his face. He said, uh, maybe we'll see. And I said, yeah, we will see. He said, yeah, he just would. It, it's, it, it, it makes you upset because... He probably voted for Brandon Johnson. <laughs> he probably did. I don't know if I hit a nerve there. But if he did, what was I talking about the other podcast? All this stuff and all this mess going on. And you know how bad Lightfoot is. And you still vote Democrat. Hoping that something will change. That's insanity, man. You vote the same plantation pimps in, hoping something will change. Then you get upset or you get quiet. You want to talk about it, but you're going to blame Trump. <laughs> it's Trump's fault. It's the Republicans' fault. It's the police fault. It's the guns' fault. We need to stop the guns, take away the guns from the good people. Criminals keep the gun, but we need to take the guns away from the law-abiding people because those are the only ones you can take the guns from. Or try. And you got a lot of militias and other patriot groups out there. Ain't going to let you take their guns. I'm sorry, baby. They're not going to let you take their guns. You think you're just going to come and knock on somebody don't think you're going to take their gun? No, it ain't, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. But the only guns, you know, you could take from is the people that legally have some guns. You can't take it from the criminals. So when you come up with gun laws, what guns are you going to take? No matter how many guns you take from law-abiding citizens or try or even criminals, you'll never stop illegal gun trafficking. That's going to be there. Just like you'll never stop illegal sex. You can slow it down. It's going to be there. See, people need to understand. 
Why is so much crime? Crime? Why is so much disobedience? Why is it so much evil? It's not the gun problem. It's not the sex problem. It's not this problem. It's not this problem. The, the world has a sin problem. Has a sin problem. You say, yes, yeah, the devil too. Yes, big time it's the devil. But what happens is the devil just pulls fire. He just pulls more gas on the fire and makes sin even worse. See, he pulls gas on the fire. That's what the, he just goes around pouring the gas on the fire. Sin always been around since the beginning. Satan just pulls gas on the fire. So the world has a sin problem. See, until that problem is gone, you're going to have these issues. People are going to do the most heinous things. Because what? Sin problem. God gave, forgive, he forgave everybody on this earth for their sins. That does not mean you will not sin again. That does not mean he took away your sin nature. And that does most definitely does not mean you're going to heaven. A lot of people going to hell with their sins forgiven. He's just not charging you for it. But you still do it. He just gave you the opportunity. Now, when he took care of those sins on the cross, God was able to reconcile himself to the world. That's the only way God can reconcile himself to the world. He had to get rid of the sin problem first. He had to. Now, let me rephrase that. God had to take the penalty of sin away. Well, there's no law. There's no sin. He had to take away the penalty of sin away. Not the nature or not the act, but the penalty of charging you for it. Because if he would have kept it, the United States and other nations would be destroyed today. Because God cannot tolerate or look at sin. So with the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ, the Redeemer, took care of all the world's sin over 2,000 years, years ago. God is now able to reconcile himself to the world because Jesus took away the blocker. He took away the things that was keeping God to get close to human and mankind since what Adam and Eve done. Now, when God looks down, he don't have to charge you with sin because of what his son done. And people spit in his face. even They still spit in God's face even though he's not charging you with sin. See, well, God, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 18, God reconciled himself to the world. After the atonement of Jesus Christ, God reconciled himself to the world. He can do that now and able to do that now because what Jesus done over 2,000 years ago, all the sins came on Jesus. Jesus was the final sacrifice. The final sacrifice. There's no more sacrifice for sins like Israel used to do. Jesus was the final sacrifice. Okay? Final sacrifice for all mankind's sin. Not for salvation, just for forgiveness. 
So when that scripture says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 18, God reconciled himself to the world, no more imputing their trespasses against them. Why? He's not charging no more. First of all, there's no law. Second of all, Jesus took it all on himself. Now, the only thing that can get you saved now is to reconcile yourself back to God by believing Jesus done that for you. For salvation, not for the sin power, but for salvation. Okay? This is the key. Wake up. Smell a coffee. Just wake up. I know that's old and corny by now, but remember that? In other words, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, people. Wake up, church. Wake up, believers. Wake up, men and women. Wake up, teenagers. Wake up. Because it's going to come a time you're not going to have no excuses. You can run around here like wild animals and hyenas all you want to, jumping on people here in Chicago downtown and thinking you're getting away with it. Think you can live any type of way. A lawless life. That's what's going on because of the politics and the soft, the, uh, the soft crime laws. They basically been almost like they've been told they can do that because the politicians basically say they don't want to, you know, put nobody in jail. When you say that, why they you don't think they listening? And who's going to fake more than anybody that that don't think a lot sometimes? Who's going to fake more than anybody that's already think they are a victim? The minorities, the blacks, and the Latinos. See, that's why you see the majority of the crimes is mainly from blacks. And I think second in line is the Latinos. You, you, you follow what I'm saying? It affects them more than anything, the minorities. The minorities. Instead of just saying, yeah, we need to get ourselves together. A, a lot of black youngsters don't think like that, man. They just think, man, we need to do things and just start taking things. You know? They don't think like, man, well, let's just use these programs and whatever like that. And let's just trying to do better. No, teenagers don't have it in their head because they so bombarded with all this. Do as you please. And you are the victim mentality that ain't making excuses for your sin. Yes, call it what it is for your sin. See, you just do what they feed to you. And that's sad, man. That's just sad. Yeah, I know it's, a lot of that got to do with a fatherless homes, man. Not a two-parent home. Of course it is. That's part of it. But it still comes down to the number one thing. That's 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 the, the number one the number one issue that the world is going to always have a problem with. That's the master of it all. Besides Satan, is sin. It's sin. It's got a grip on the world. Satan just pulls the gasoline on it. Um, and why do I keep saying that? Why? Because people still going to rebel and sin when Satan get chained down in the bottomless pit for a thousand years. People still, not as much, it's still going to be a beautiful area in those thousand years, but people still is going to sin. You, you see, God is going to prove, even with Satan and chains, as long as you have sin in the world and death, they go together like twins. People will still sin. And it's going to be proven because when Satan get loose, what they're going to do? 
Just like they've done in the heavenly places. See? The angels, there was no sin in heaven. The Bible said iniquity was found in Satan. But they had a choice to sin. They could have disobeyed God. God don't use no angels or nobody or the cherubims or the seraphims in the heavenly places like puppets or making them do it. They have a choice to serve him. That's the beauty of God. He gives you a choice. He don't make you do nothing. Now, in the last days of the millennial kingdom, he's going to put his laws in their heart and they're not going to sin. They're not going to want to sin because the law is going to be in their heart. Okay. Could they sin? Sure. But they're not going to want to because the law is going to be in their hearts. See? Anytime, wherever there is sin still here, you can still sin. You're still in the flesh. Until as long as you are in this flesh, you will sin. Probably not as much. But always remember, you don't have to. Always remember, we do not have to. But the majority of the time, we do. Because most everybody is affected with it. What do you mean by that, Joe? You have groups of people. Just say, you in an environment where it's a lot of rebellion, cussing, partying, or whatever like that. Your sin nature becomes stronger. You start acting out all the thoughts that your sin craves you to do so you start acting out because you're around that environment that's who you live around compared to the person that's brought up good and good school and goes to church and whatever like that not saying they would never sin don't get me wrong listen to what I'm saying but they don't sin as much they don't want to they don't have the desire because they don't they've they never been around that stuff some of that stuff, when they do go around, is foreign to them because their parents, thank God for them, kept them away from that type of environment. So they do less sinning. You see that? Wherever you're in an area where the gasoline has been poured on your nature of sin, you're going to act it out. Majority of the time, compared to a different type of environment. Do not tell me, I don't care who you are, with your pride. Tell me that if you was in another area and you moved that there's everywhere you go, everything is worse. Yes, but it's not as worse than in some areas. Come on, get off that. You cannot not tell me, and this is sadly to say, you feel safer. I feel safer when I'm in a white neighborhood. They have to be really straight out racist and really hateful. But the majority of them not. You feel more safer even at night in a Caucasian neighborhood than you do in a black neighborhood. Whether you black or white. You know that's true. And both sides sin. But one side sins more than the other. But nobody in church don't know. They don't want to talk about sin. They want to make everybody the victim and it's somebody else's fault for your mess. Now, some of it is, but the majority of it not. Okay? I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to play the rest of this. I might hit some more of the other day, but I kind of prolong 
my breakdown right here. Salvation is the key. I hope you got something out of this. We have been lied to, folks. Believers, unbelievers. Now, if the unbelievers, first of all, I want to talk to the believers. Wake up. Wake up. Pay attention. Pay attention to things, especially around your family and your kids and your wives and your husbands and your friends. Pay attention to things. I know it's more easier said, more, it's not as easier said than done. I know that. Pay attention, believers. Now, the unbelievers, you need to pay attention as well, but the attention you need to put your eyes on now is the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You need to be saved. No, you you might say, no, yeah, it's still a choice, but if you want to have that eternal security and spend your life in the heavenly places with the Lord and Savior, then you need to be saved. Ain't no ifs about it. You need, that's the only way you're going to be able to do it. Not your good works or being good, because you never be good enough or righteous enough in the eyes of God unless he see his son in you. Because it's always going to be because of the righteousness of Christ. Not our righteousness. It's going to be the righteousness of Christ. Why God is pleased with you. Because none, nothing in us pleases God. It's his son. So that's the only way to get that eternal security. Is believing what his son done for you. And then he will become your Lord and Savior. After what you have believed what he have done for you. His death, his burial, and his resurrection. Okay? This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ Real Talk. I'm going to leave you with that. Now, I'm going to let you know right now, one more time, I'm going to shoot it, shout it out for Jonathan Otto, this young man. That's... uh made this documentary. He's a filmmaker and he's also an investigative journalist, a humanitarian, just like JFK and all of them. New Hope. Look for New Hope. Just Google it. New Hope. New Hope. Uh, duck, duck, go it. New Hope. Just before it gets censored. You can't play it on YouTube. YouTube won't show this. You have to register and get it because YouTube will censor it. You can't get it on YouTube or Facebook or none of that because they will censor it. Okay? They will censor it. Okay? So you can only get it through registration. It's called New Hope. They're trying their best to shut it. Shut it down. I have no doubt. They're trying their best. They don't know how to debate people. They just shut people down. Study try, study honestly like they're supposed to be debating you and another person's side of it. They shut you down. Okay, so you won't get this on YouTube or you won't get it on Facebook. They will not allow it, you know, uh, and it's going to it's going to he's going to stop it after the night show. You know, you give us another chance to watch it, but he's also offering offering a way that you can buy the series, preferably the CDs, um, preferably the DVDs, because the powers is out there. They can shut it down if you got it on the Internet. But if you have some physical DVDs, I think that'll be better. It might cost you a little bit more because it's physical, you know, stuff, you know, but it's probably better to get it that way, you know. But if you financially stuck, whatever like that, try to uh, do it the uh, digital way or just watch it for free and then you think about it from there. But in other words, you know, you go, you know, you, you have to pay for it, but it's free. 
And this is not no cheap stuff. This is some good editing and some good, it has some beautiful pictures and everything. It's well done. You know, just like Ty and Charlene and Charlene series and stuff like that and Revelation Reveal, uh, you know, stuff like that. So it's a, uh, or Vaccine Reveal, something like that. They all well made. So they put some oomph and some money into it. So, and bless their hearts that they let you watch it for free because they're trying to get the information out there. So it's worth paying for it, you know, whatever, you know. God bless you all. This is Real Talk, Body of Christ Real Talk. Until next time, remember, you, you don't have to be saved to be forgiven. You already have been forgiven. Now you can be saved. God bless you all. Love you all. Peace out. Bye-bye.